In this movie, you continue building your clone modifier by adding rotation and scale offsets to the graph. If you haven't done so already, you need to follow the procedures highlighted in part 1 of this series before you proceed. In that movie, you learn to design a graph that outputs a modifier designed to clone a selected object. For now, the modifier has inputs for a number of duplicates and position offsets in all three axes. In this movie, you continue building on your modifier by adding rotation and scale offsets as well. First, make room in your graph by moving or collapsing operators you don't need to work on. To move an operator and all its children, use Ctrl-Alt on the parent operator. This is similar to the Slate Material Editor. Take a look at the Clone and Transform compound it has a single transform matrix input. Right now, this input is fed only by a translation or position operator. You need to add rotation and scale to the mix. In order to do that, add a multiply operator to the graph. Browse for it in the search box, which can be activated with the X key. The multiply operator enables you to combine two inputs into one output. In this case, the two inputs would be position and rotation data that are fed into one common transform matrix. You can certainly reroute the feed manually but it's easier to insert a loose operator by holding control and dragging it into a connection. Use the X input although in this case you can use either X or Y to obtain the same results. You now need a rotation matrix to feed into the Y input. Go ahead and drag out the Y input and type matrix to see the options. Choose matrix from yaw pitch roll and feed its value output to the Y input. Yaw pitch and roll refer to the three axes of rotation on a given object. The term comes from aircraft lingo and flight dynamics. Now add parameters single operators to each of these input entries using the appropriate names. A quick way of achieving this is to make sure the right operator is selected, right-clicking it and choosing Generate Parameters. This generates three parameters single operators connected to each of the three inputs and sharing their names. Adjust the minimum and maximum values to range from minus 100 to plus 100. You can use other values based on the limits you need. Save the clone tool and reevaluate it. Test out the new entries. You'll notice two things. First, working the spinner seems to be too sensitive. Second, the yaw, pitch, and roll directions may not conform to the directions you had in mind. In this case, changing the pitch value gives, in fact, a roll effect. We'll come back to that in a moment. First, you need to make the spinners less sensitive by turning degree values into radians. In the graph editor, press X and look for words beginning with T-O-R-A. You'll find only one operator named to radians, go ahead and select it. 
using shift move duplicate that operator two more times now select any one of the three and holding control drag it into the connector linking one of the parameters to the matrix repeat for the other two save and evaluate again test it out by clicking and dragging the spinners it should be quite a bit easier to control this time around to reorder the axis rotations you only need a bit of rewiring if each teapot represented an airplane, with the spot being the nose and the handle the tail, then rolling should be based on the current pitch value. Pitch, on the other hand, should have the effect that is currently provided by yaw. So, Simply delete these connections in the graph and reorder them. This also reorders them in the modifier panel. You'll learn more about advanced UI adjustments in the next movie. For now, simply make the necessary simple adjustments to the labels, such as adding caps and colons. Remember to press Enter to update the values. Rotations seem to be working fine now. The next step is to introduce a scale factor to make the duplicates bigger or smaller. Clean up the graph by collapsing and moving operators to make more space. Earlier, use the multiplier node to feed both position and rotation data into the transform matrix. You'll use the same technique to add scale data to the mix. Add a multiply operator as you have done before. An alternative would be to just shift drag and copy the existing one. Reroute the existing multiply operator into it using the X input. Drag out the Y input and search for a scale operator that you can use. Scale matrix sounds about right. Go ahead and connect its value output. Add a parameter single operator to it. name it scale. Set the default value to 1.0 which means that clones by default would be the same size as the original. Set the limits as you see fit. Here I'll leave the minimum at 0.0, .0 and set the maximum to 10.0 meaning I can only go as far as 10 times bigger than the original. Save and evaluate. and then test your modifier once again.
A few things worth noting before we wrap things up. Because you opted to combine the clones into a single object, selecting any of the clones selects the whole array. Also, this modifier works in local space, which means transform offsets are based on the original object's orientation. Materials and mapping you define on the original objects. are preserved and scaled appropriately on the duplicates. You have now all but finalized your modifier. You still need to learn how you can rearrange its UI, for example to categorize various transforms into separate groups. This is what you do in the next movie.